0: And novelty songs. Spurs, guns, and novelty songs. Spurs, guns and novelty songs. Spons, guns,
1: and novelty songs. Yes, middle of November. Welcome to the end of harvest season, as they say. Getting ready for that turkey Thanksgiving dinner getting your cornucopia ready.
2: That's right. You're
0: putting the plow in the shed for yes. probably the last time. And you're taking year. the other
2: plow out of the shed to get those, that snow off your driveway. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our fellow plow. farmers, <laughs> my fellow farming boys. Oh, we
0: have a huge following in
2: farming. I keep
0: uh, posting videos. on FarmersOnly.com. Our link to our spoof I've podcast. That I've been
2: spamming. I've been banned on like seven. Yeah, I'm like, what's like, up farm, farm boys.
0: My name's Tiffany and I'm a sexy single. <laughs> in your area and i simply love this spoof podcast and then as
2: soon as they swipe right you just spam them with the most recent episode podcast link
1: mm-hmm. i love to use farmer which is a grinder but only for gay farmers I, um, and i love to just hit up far- sexy farm boys on there. so
2: is it f-a-r-m-r then no
1: it's spelled the same way Radio no it's farmer. f-r-m-r F R M R firmer. firmer.
2: I, yeah, some people call it firmer. On this, on the, uh, my bit is that I bought farmeronly.com, and I, it's it's one account, and it's me. It's just me. Farmer only. <laughs> yep, that's very funny. Um, I was okay. Go, Marty. Whatever.
1: Whoa, no, what were you going to say? That's what I was yeah, going to say. Just what? Want our podcast
2: to be more cinematic? Ah, like how? Can we start? So when I go to a movie. The first thing you see in the movie is the trivia on the screen. So we should have pre-roll trivia questions. Ah, yes. And then after that, uh, I want the trailers for other podcasts coming out (laughs) soon.
1: (laughs) And ads. And after
2: that, right before the movie starts, I want the... We need to have our own little snack bar... Trailer, depending on whatever franchise mm-hmm. we're doing, and then mm-hmm. after that, I just want the thx thx sound. I would settle with just the thx sound. Wow. No, not that. I need a better one. I need a good, a good, clean take. Okay, Scott, go for it. Scott, sound. <laughs> Whoa, Scott! Holy shit! That sounded that just like amazing. the real thing.
1: Scott, I didn't know you could do that with your mouth. Ah oh, uh, wasn't my mouth.
2: Oh, I didn't oh, whoa. God, I didn't, Welcome to Swiss Gozinality Songs. The podcast about dumb shit. <laughs> Energy's low today, boys. This yeah. energy in the studio
0: is low. We're exhausted. Mm-hmm. It's hey, 2020's been a little bit of a year,
1: am I right? People. Boy. And we're headed to winter, which means the sun goes down earlier. It's like four. O'clock. I don't remember people.
0: I feel like honestly, like since like 2016, aka the killer year, uh, everybody's been. I, I don't remember everybody being like, "Oh, the year," and like just saying like what year it was in an exasperated yeah. way, like "Oh, 2017." Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um,
1: no, because as the, people, I remember, do you think in like people in like we're like oh 1997? Can we hurry it up? <laughs> I remember a friend of ours who would constantly claim that 2009 was like the peak of society and stuff, though. So I've definitely heard that before. Yeah, you
2: don't have to remember. He's right here. His name Wait, is Kelly. What? Well, 2009 was the peak in society. And then four years later, the calendar that I follow ended. So. I'm talking negative.
0: T- I'm talking it seems like since 2016, we've been blaming every single like bad, like bad yeah. bad event yeah. on the year ever since like david Bowie, and ever since like 50 celebrities died in 2016 we've been like oh get it over with and it's like we're gonna keep having years unfortunately
1: yeah i think that was like just a thing people used to say though it'd be like oh they they, they were gone too soon or how could this year take this from us but yeah be- i think you're right that it was like the bowie prince and there was who was the third one like maybe leonard cohen was that year too where it was like all these beloved musicians three huge and, like, icons
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> David Bowie.
1: <laughs>
2: now we have Prince. no Bowie and then, no Cohen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're saying that like that's not true. Those I'm are saying three icons. No, music. Leonard
0: Cohen is much more obscure than uh, Prince. I would argue. Okay,
1: this, I mean, this is a semantic thing. Of course, of we're course, we're getting into he the weeds. Is. Of we're getting he into the is, weeds. You're right. You're right. Icon. You're right. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay,
0: we'll agree to disagree.
2: I looked up when the movie Ratatouille came out. Mm-hmm. It's 2007, so I think that might actually be the peak <laughs> of society. Ah, but Kelly, this week we're reviewing
1: I'm Gonna Get You Sucka, a 1988 exploitation comedy written by, directed by, and starring Keenan Ivory Wayans in his directorial debut. Who? Keenan Ivory Wayans. Okay, I thought you said Wangs for a second. Wangs? Keenan Ivory Wangs. That's what it sounded like. So, no, this is not Ratatouille, unfortunately. Okay, Wayne's. <laughs> I don't think Kelly said that he thought the movie we're reviewing was Ratatouille. Oh, oh I'm, I'm
2: a little bummed that it's not, but I haven't seen it recently. But also, <laughs> there was a good... You guys know the You Wouldn't Steal a Car video? That's yeah. another thing that we need in front of our <laughs> podcast. So, You Wouldn't Steal a Car. That meme evolved into uh-huh. You Wouldn't Download a Car, Right. Yep. And then just this past week, I saw a meme that said, you wouldn't Ratatouille. And <laughs> I thought that was very good. Go ahead, Marty. I'm done talking about movies for the day. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. Ratatouille, pretty damn good movie. Mm-hmm.
1: I had never seen Shit. it until like last year. about it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Ken Ivory Wayans had been a writer and actor in the early 80s, but this is considered by many to be his big break. This was his uh, his first real shot at making his own work. Uh, the success of this film, as well as Wayne's other success starring and writing in other projects, led to the Fox Broadcasting Company offering Wayne's his own show called In Living Color, a sketch and variety show that featured mostly a cast of color, though obviously the show launched the career of Jim Carrey. What of I'm gonna get you, sucker? Well, it's considered a cult classic, a minor box office success, it's noted for its inclusion of many stars of the black exploitation era and notably features a lot of up-and-coming comedic talent from the time including obviously the Wayne siblings and Chris Rock. The film led to a television pilot called Hammer, Slammer and Slade which featured stars from this film Isaac Hayes, Jim Brown and Bernie Casey continuing their parts from the film. Waynes did not feature in that show. Gentlemen, this is our second black exploitation spoof.
2: What did you think of I'm Gonna Get You, sucker"? I liked it. This is, this is a hot take, but uh, I thought it was fine.
0: Yeah, I thought it was better than bad, but like a little bit worse than really good.
1: <laughs> Scott and I were talking about this before you joined Kelly. We both were like, I liked it. It was fine. And I don't really
2: have much more to say besides I that. Think, what, well, the, let's talk about
0: Ratatouille then.
2: Yeah, I was going to. That was going to be one of my bits for this episode, but Scott just ruined it. I like it when Remy (laughs) grab hair and make food. That was my favorite part. I like how that's a satire of how humans usually move. Leave it to three straight, well, three white males. Yeah, thank (laughs) you. Thank you. (laughs) Three white males. (laughs) not have a lot to say about this film. It's not our place. It's really Um, not. Can
1: Honestly, I tell you something? Just
2: like, yeah. Just
0: really quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Rat don't eat good food. Rat eat bad food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but rat cook good food in
2: film. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ratatouille is such a slapper of a film. Leave it to three white males to, to derail a black exploitation conversation to talk about Ratatouille. I'm talking about Air next episode. So get ready. Buckle up. Oh, God. Up. This movie, I think, has a lot of I actually think
1: it's a solidly like written and made movie, even for like a low as low budget as it looks and feels. I think it's done in, sort of intentionally to feel like the movies it's ripping off and. Uh, and this movie is like, it doesn't have a ton of jokes in my opinion, but every single joke it makes is like pretty good for the most part. Like it's a consistently, there's a good rhythm of this movie of like every three to five minutes, there's a really complicated bit that's just like pretty clever and funny. And the narrative in this movie is not exhausting to watch. So yeah, as far as spoof movies goes, this is kind of an above average spoof.
2: I would this say. is basically like what Black Dynamite did. It's But Black Dynamite turned up the volume a little bit. I think. yes
1: yeah black dynamite is like this but with like with you know made in 2020 or made in like twenty two thousand nine 2009 whenever black Dynamite was made and with like yeah like more like a much bigger budget right like it's just yeah. like
2: yeah now this movie 100% accomplishes what it's aiming for uh, I think it's entertaining I think it's got a lot of good moments funny moments you're right that the narrative isn't exhausting to watch mm-hmm. uh, I don't know it has a lot of like good moments of um, you know, making fun of black exploitation films. Of so, my one of my favorites was the uh, jazz singer. Yes, moment, <laughs> that was so they, funny. They go in and she's slowly singing when the saints go marching in, like trying to sing it sexy, but it's like such an on attractive horrible. song or she's doing it <laughs> yeah. like
0: jazz like just she's like it's, really yeah. really taking some liberties with uh, improvising
2: and that's that's a spoof on a bit that we see in not black exploitation films too but just
1: Yeah, compare that to like the the various lounge singer parts in Mel Brooks's movies, which we always complain about not being funny enough. And this is like the exact same joke, but like done in a way that we've literally watched like 60 spoof movies this last year. And this is the first one to do a good take on a lounge singer joke. It's a really well, that's a great example, Kelly. A great example.
2: Uh, I love the callbacks, constant callbacks to how does he pee? When they're talking about the photo of the dead body with all the gold chains on it. I love the idea that the gold chains are what sort of spirals the movie out of control or is like one of the leading sort of... They basically say gold chains are like criminal... Yeah. Like addictive or something. He he OG'd is the term that they kept (laughs) using for people who died from gold chains. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, had it felt a moment. little bit like um, I felt a little kids these days. With the old, the OG? Certain parts of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Being like, rap
2: culture is bad for society. Well, okay, maybe. I guess I don't know the motivation. My take on it was that it was it was like a, how white people saw gold chains back then. But maybe kids these days, hey, I've seen in Rugrats all grown up. I know all about that. I don't think Scott's
1: wrong. I, I think it is a little like, yeah, like the youth and all of it, the What when we were young, because that is like the theme of the movie overall is like the main character, Kean Ivory Wayans, uh, has to like get these ex heroes of his neighborhood to help him bring down Mr. Big, who killed his brother and is trying to prostitute his brother's wife. So, like, the idea that it pl- that it's also, like, doing that on top of that, it's, like, this movie's very much about, like, as much as it's making fun of black exploitation movies, it is very, like, um, paying homage to it. Like, very, like, honoring the people who made those movies, I would say. And so I think it is, like, trying to, like, make fun of, like, modern uh, culture a little bit in that way to, like, do that. What year was this? 88. 1988.
0: Yeah, well, I, d- I guess it does kind of feel like the... Uh looking it it feels like it's on like the precipice of like a new era like it's like looking yeah. back on a uh you know bygone i guess you know like the 70s yeah. and early 80s you know who i liked and i wish was in the movie more was the uh like the like um black panthers like general character
2: yes with the very his wife, white
1: children <laughs> yeah his wife coming out and saying oh what is she my great Nubian warrior dinner yeah. is ready <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid reciting this thing about this like essay about lincoln being uh a capitalist pig is like the funniest uh, yeah that whole i just like the way so that, that,
0: that that actor like played it like he just like really mm-hmm. committed well to the just to being like a little bit unhinged and like also like really like self-important and like i don't know yeah it, i don't know i just wish that guy came back
2: what about the bean bit that they had for that guy? just the fact that he kept offering beans, beans, beans. bean soda yeah, was that like bean a, ice ca- cream like a reference to anything or was I it think just, just to,
0: to like how those people they're like sort of like um like how like there's like certain like granola white people it's like kind of the same thing where' just like he's like <laughs> a back to the earth like hippie sort of a guy
2: all right I, enjoy I get that,
1: you. Bit. I think in general, I liked all of the, perf- like, nobody, uh, I enjoyed everybody's performances. Like, Damon Wayans is, like, really great as, like, the m- kind of main henchman villain. Yeah. Um, I thought,
0: I think we saw a similar dynamic play out in um, Kung Fu Hustle. Where there's, like, the sort of, like, or it's it's a lot of, it's like a classic, like, villain duo of, like, the sort of, like, the smart one who's, like, scheming, but is, like, kind of, like, weaselly and, like, weak, and, or, like, they're both cowardly, but then there's, like, the dumb one. Yeah, I don't know, just something I noticed, a little Abbott and Costello-y kind of
2: thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, very classic kind of setup and comedy duo thing. Um, I also really dug the Keenan Ivory Wayans is uh about to sleep with a woman and he's lied to her about how big his penis is. Uh, and then he reveals that it's not that big, and then she proceeds to like disassemble her entire body, revealing that like she is wearing a wig, and then she's also using like fake breasts, fake ass. She has fake legs. <laughs> and I loved that bit. I, I thought it was like so bananas. I <laughs> thought
0: it was actually a little bit um I don't know. It's like if you take it at face value, I get that it's funny, but if it's like trying to make a point that, uh, like, oh, women are like lying to men by like wearing makeup and stuff, then no, uh,
1: I didn't take it that way.
0: I thought it was like, I thought it was like, you know, he reveals like one fake thing and then she reveals like. 10 fake things i couldn't tell if that was the point they were trying to make and if it is then fuck that but it also could yeah. not be i don't know I I'm, could with, be wrong. I'm
1: with you on that if that is what they were trying to do it
0: was between that and then just the overall like flatness of the female lead being such a like one-dimensional character that i just thought like if there was one I complaint fair. i had about this movie it, it, it seemed like it didn't uh treat the female characters the best but uh hey it's a spoof movie from the 80s it's kind of a lot to expect
1: i don't think you're wrong i think that scene though in particular i think they were trying to um do like their take on men lying about their body in some way and i think i i took it as the opposite almost like i I took it as like a little not empowering that's that's too strong a word for it but like trying to um like turn it on its head that like men constantly lie to get women into bed, and in this case, they're like, "Oh, this woman lies to get men into bed instead." I th- I thought that was like a good. I don't know. I think you're probably right, actually. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I-, I think I just liked that it was silly, but
0: <laughs> yeah, well, because that's the thing is like even like t- I thought too that it was like um, none of the things were like that. Ba- I don't know. Like it just seems yeah. I don't know. It yeah. was yeah, it was a little weird. And then, holy, uh, and it also could be that just the female lead was also just a shitty actor, but, like, boy, oh, boy, was that character, like, kind of the least interesting. They
1: definitely, like, as much as I thought the narrative of this film, like, him becoming stronger over the course of the movie was, like, a good thing, but it was, like, any relation towards him being interested in his dead brother's wife was, like, yeah, it was not... That was the
0: Yeah, even sure. that's, like, a weird thing to it was. set up, and they really go out of their way to do it. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. I like the mom, though. I like the mom... I think this movie oh, also mom's did a really great. good... Another the yeah. mom's
0: Another uh, sort of uh, similarity with this in Kung Fu Hustle, actually.
1: Yeah. And they did the same thing where it's, like, she's uh, secretly, like, this kick-ass person, but their reveal of how uh, it's like a stunt man doing all of her stunts for her. is just a hard cut, and it's clearly a man in a wig doing oh, yeah. all the stunts. Yeah, uh, like, which has so been funny. like yeah. played out, but so
0: this—you know—they were probably the first ones to get there. Uh, so, yeah, hats off. I think because it's
1: so, but it's so like—it's just because it's literally just a hard cut from one shot to another angle of her, and it's just a different person. That I think is like—that's why I liked it. I was like, it was so. Oh yeah, in I your my face with my
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: He lma O, like our favorite band.
2: Yeah. Oh, LMA'd, LMA'd O. LMAO is the kids' bop version, dude. As a ratatouille. Oh my God. Oh, I give man. It zero. <laughs> <A> zero ratatouilles <laughs> out of
1: one. Because it, it's not like ratatouille at all.
0: Yeah, is there anything I, else we have to say about this movie? Uh, just good job. Honestly, watch it. Like, uh, it's out of yeah, the spoof movies yeah. that I, like, had no idea what I was getting into. This is one I was very pleasantly surprised by.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm surprised this one's not more of a staple of spoof movies. I feel like it doesn't get the credit it deserves. Because I think it hits a lot of notes really well compared to other movies that we've watched that are, like, literal staples in the spoof community on spoofforums.net. Mm-hmm. The website you run.
1: Yes. I think this... This movie usually does get brought up, but it's usually in relation to, like, this was Wayan's first big thing before. Because, remember, he went on to make, like, all the scary movies and a ton of other projects and stuff. So this is always kind of brought up in the sense of, like, like showing you, like, oh, this is where he got his start and stuff. So it's considered, like, I don't know how to compare that to, like, it'd be like.
0: We should watch Little Man next just to see, like, (sighs) here's where,
1: you know, here's how far they fell. Did he direct that one? Okay, as a movie, seven out of ten enjoyable. Most of the jokes funny. It's played pretty straight, which is the other thing that I think I like really like that this movie, like the world of it is like played really down the middle, like a normal movie and the characters play everything really realistically, which just lets the jokes be funny. I think it was really that aspect of it was so solidly done. Uh, as a spoof 8 out of 10 because we've already said it's it's crazy that this movie is like not that spoofy given like again he goes on to make like scary movie and scary movie is like so non-stop parody bits and this movie is like pretty like it's tame it's like it's like very like with I think it's like
0: 25% like. like just kind of Uh, just a movie too. Like, I don't think it's like totally trying to, I think it's like, there's a little bit of spoof in there. There's a a lot of just like regular comedy in there. And then I think like, there's also just like a a, a little scoop of earnestness in there too.
1: Yeah. Earnest goes to, I'm going to get you sucker.
0: Yeah, sure. Hey, as a movie, um, 7 out of 10 I liked it I had a good time watching it and as a spoof 9 out of 10 I think this is like a very good like I would recommend this to almost anyone like if you haven't seen this movie you know it's not going to blow your socks off but it's definitely worth a
2: watch 8 out of 10 is movie 9 out of 10 is a spoof good job <laughs> well done
1: well Scott Yeah. Do you have a novelty song for us this week?
0: A novelty song for you. I do. Let me pull it up. Sorry.
2: Kelly, got any more thoughts on Ratatouille? Oh, man. Well, the dish that he makes actually isn't Ratatouille. I don't know if you guys knew that. Hey, Kelly, shut the hell up. I got something to tell you about. (laughs) (laughs) Boys,
0: today we're talking about a little tune from the '90s. Uh, it's it's one of my favorites, and I hope one of yours. We're talking about uh, a fellow by the name of Lou Bega and his huge smash hit, Mambo Number no. Five. I mean, what's what's there to say about this song? It's uh, it's a classic. It goes off. It's I think uh, uh, it's made the list as like the worst. Song, uh, it made some list as as that. Um, but I think it's a what bit of campy fun. It's uh, yeah, I don't know if you haven't heard this one, then you must be living under a rock. But let's jog your memory and get a little taste of Mambo number five, 1999. And I do
1: a really bad, you my lord. who doesn't like this song this song is a bop like it's yeah fun. it's i
0: mean it's just it's like audible cotton candy like yeah it's bad for you but like ooh, it's yeah. uh, a pleasure to the senses so no novelty song section would be complete without a little quiz you ready boys
1: yeah i'm ready I'm watching Ratatouille, but I'll hit pause. Hold on a second.
0: Uh these are free form freeform answers here, uh buzzing with your names. Question one. Where did this tune peak on the American Billboard chart?
2: Kelly. Number one. <laughs> Marty
0: number five. Oh my god, you guys tied. <laughs> two and, it was and number, a half? Three? As
1: number three? That's number three. Two and a half. A hay I point.
0: Think. A hay point for each of <laughs> you. uh uh-huh.
1: All right, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't number one. Actually, Me I know.
0: Too. Well, I'll tell you where it was number one. It was number one in France. How many weeks was uh, it on the number one in the number one slot in Viva la
1: Francais? Parlez-vous français, Marty? Uh, I'm gonna go ten weeks. Kelly, I'll go
0: eleven weeks. Kelly, Ooh. by a approximation, it was number one in France for 20 weeks. Why? Oh, ho,
2: ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Le mambo number five. No for me, smash. a little bit of Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the French version, Marty? It's very fun. Un, fun deux, song. <laughs> uh, oui,
1: Monica, we. Oui. Uh, t- <laughs>
0: <laughs> that translates to yes Monica yes uh, where is Bega from where is Bega from
1: Marty North America
0: <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> Kelly you've got a chance United to steal <laughs> oh my god well Marty you were wrong and Kelly you were more specifically wrong what if I told you Bega is from Germany
2: Wow. wow. I should. Oh, it's Lou Berger. Lou <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: Mambo number no. five samples heavily from the original Mambo number no. five, a dance song written by Damasco Perez Prado. Where is he from? Kelly, I'm out. I'm not interested. I don't want to okay. answer this. <laughs> well, Marty, you you don't have to answer to get the point, but I guess you still can if you'd like.
1: <laughs> can I get the? <laughs> can I get the? Uh, what was the? What was the guy's name again? Damasco Perez Prado. Damasco. Well, Prado makes me think of Prego, which makes me think of Italy, of course.
0: <laughs> uh no, he's from Cuba. Yeah, you should
2: have uh, known I was that. close. Prada makes you think of Prego. It should make you think of Juno. It should make uh-huh. you think of Ellen Page. And there uh-huh. you have your
1: answer. Ah, uh, of course, Cuba. Mm-hmm. He's from Ellen
0: Page. <laughs> uh and Elven you turn page. to the a page in the atlas that has Cuba on it. Uh question five. or the where the, we got multiple uh, points. Hold on, I gotta get Archie away from the microphone.
2: Oh, no, get him on special guest. Archibald. Oh, can we get Jughead in on
0: this, too? Question five. uh, We got multiple points available on this question. In 1999, after the success of Mambo Number 5, Lou Bega released a Disney version, specifically for Radio Disney, where he changed the lyrics to the chorus to be about Disney characters. I'm going to read off the... uh, the lyrics, and I'm gonna leave some of the names blank. After you hear me give a, a blank, you can buzz in to fill in the name. So Mambo okay. number five, Disney version chorus, here we go. A little bit of Minnie in my life, a little bit of blank by her side. Mickey. Kelly. Kelly, Mickey. I'm gonna, so wait, did Mickey uh, guess Kelly? No, Kelly guesses <laughs> Mickey. Okay. I got them all confused. All right, yeah, for sure uh, That's song. a point. That's a point for. That's a point for Kelly.
2: I got oh, an advantage on this round. I listen to Why? this shit oh, growing up. No, oh no! <laughs> wow,
0: what a privileged child.
2: I'm so screwed.
1: <gasps> a
0: little bit of Donald's all I need. A little bit of blank is what I see.
1: Marty, Marty Daisy. Marty, you've gotten a point. Yeah, the Kelly.
0: underdog. <laughs> the underdog gets a point here. A little bit of Pluto in the sun, blank, 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 can't go wrong.
2: Kelly. Wait, blank, blank, blank.
0: hmm Yeah. And that's
2: a clue. Blank, Huey blank, Dewey blank. Louie.
0: That's correct. That's
2: Unfortunately, three replies, baby.
0: that's one point three for points. you. That's three one, one point. One point. Why are Huey Dewey and
1: Louie paired up with Pluto? That doesn't make any sense. I
0: don't know. You're gonna have to ask Mr. Bega. A little bit of blank, everyone. A little bit of him makes life so fun. Walt Disney. Uh, Kelly Goofy. <laughs> Marty, please follow the rules and use your name to buzz in. A little bit of Walt Disney, everyone. <laughs> A little bit of Goofy, everyone. <laughs> it's Goofy. Kelly wins. I crushed. Well, there you have it, boys. That's Mambo number five. Lou play it at your wedding. Why didn't
2: you just bring in the mini Mickey... Uh, version as as the actual novelty song.
0: Well, check in next week.
2: Yeah, next all time right. you can do that. i you can The quiz can be all about the the names. names. <laughs> yeah. What it's Rita. What album was that on? What album? It's Mickey Doo Rock Around To Rock Around in oh Mickey's Town. Oh my god. Town. Cut his mic. <laughs> no, they had... <laughs> I can.
1: I, I will impose.
2: Don't they worry. They had um... <sighs> Marty. Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about all the
1: great Disney songs Kelly you're going to have time to think later while I'm doing the segment I, as a tease I'm going to tell you that you're going to have time to do this oh
0: is it just we're going to be quiet for five minutes
2: Yeah, <laughs> this next segment is like up. quiet <laughs> it's quiet no uh, you'll see
0: our new podcast is called the, the quiet game
1: <laughs> uh, Marty you got a novelty product for us I do. Gentlemen, this week's novelty product is Mad Libs. Oh, Mad Libs is a phrasal template word game which consists of one player prompting others for a list of words to substitute for blanks in a story before then reading aloud. The game is frequently played as a party game or as a pastime in maybe the 1960s, of course. More than 110 million copies of Mad Libs have been sold, with the first published in 1958. It was created by John Mad and Brian Libs. Shut the hell up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Leonard Stern and Roger Price, who, while eating at a restaurant, overheard an agent and an actor having an argument. The actor wanted to ad-lib an upcoming interview, and the agent told the actor that doing so would be mad. Thus, the name. So, gentlemen and audience, this week... We're going to perform our own little Mad Lib story, which I have designed. And I'm going to request a list of various word types from you. So we're going to have you guys alternate back and forth one at a time. And then I'll insert all these words into our our little homemade Mad Lib. Okay. So first, Kelly, I need an adjective from you.
2: Oh, never was good at these. It's because you're thinking too hard. Big. Now we're talking.
1: Scott, I need a verb. Uh... C. Oh, oh, S, not S-E-A, S-E-E. Yeah.
2: No, S-E-A. Oh, yeah, you an adjective. Why are you giving me <laughs> adjectives? <laughs> guys, check I'm this sorry. out. Uh, pissy. Should
1: <laughs> you say pissy? Yeah. Activity, Scott, I need an activity. Um,
0: Making spaghetti.
2: Okay.
1: Kelly, I need a verb.
2: Oh, this is so gold, dude. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> Sledding. That is really good. Scott I need an action verb.
0: Um sleeping.
1: <laughs> Kelly, I need a location. Walt Disney World. <laughs> oh, that'd be wild, man. Scott, I need an object.
0: Uh scissors.
1: <laughs> kelly an action verb uh skateboarding scott a verb hold on a second i'm trying to take this seriously and kelly's being
2: crazy <laughs> with his answers
0: <laughs>
1: i don't appreciate verb, it what do what do you need from me verb um rest i think i need an ing at the end of that but i'll just add it later uh K- kelly i need a noun Cardboard. <laughs> hey, Scott, uh, I need a noun.
0: Pencil. <laughs> Kelly,
2: uh, an adverb. I need an adverb, Kelly. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Sneak, sneakily. Wait, is that an Scott, adverb? Scott? Yep,
1: yep. Past tense verb, Scott. Danced. Kelly, I need an exclamation. Jesus, is this the f- a fucking novel? It's a little long. Ouch! Scott, I need a spoof movie title. <laughs> uh, Man Bites Dog. Okay. <laughs>
2: Kelly, I My need a novelty spoof. song.
1: <laughs> I need a novelty song title, Scott Kelly. Uh
2: The Elephant Walk. Or baby elephant walk?
0: Thank you, yes.
2: Scott, I need a noun? Um
0: uh dvd of man bites dog
2: (laughs) (laughs) kelly i need an adjective uh brightly wait bright just bright
1: yeah just bright scott i need an animal uh squirrel okay um a mad libs by martin kelly and scott one day, the big host of spoof, Goofs, and Novelty songs, <laughs> Martin Kashabowski, was seeing. He was pissy from a long day of making spaghetti, which of course his two best friends, co-hosts of Spoofs, Goofs, and Novelty t- scones, Kelly and Scott, were also participating in. Soon enough, Martin sledded into a deep slumber, sleeping down Walt Disney World near the White House. With his scissors in hand, Martin was skateboarding just before the Secret Service arrested him. However, little did they know that Martin had cardboard. Martin stood back up, shook each of their pencils, and walked away calmly. Sneakily, Kelly and Scott danced Marty awake. Ouch, Marty! It's almost time for us to begin recording our new episode about Man Bites Dog! Don't worry, Kelly, Scott said. I'll handle this week's novelty song. It will be Baby Elephant Walk. Well, I guess I'll show my DVD of Man Bites Dog as a novelty product, Kelly said. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, bright as a whistle, stood up from the table. That'll do, Squirrel. That'll do. Wow. wow. That's very good.
2: Wow. Mad are so cool. You've convinced mm-hmm. me, Dad.
1: You're right. Now it's it's time for us to take a long car trip and do that for
2: three more hours. You're yeah. right, Dad. I should learn how to write with a pencil. Oh, now I get it. I've learned my lesson.
1: What is everyone's closing thoughts for this week's episode? Any closing closing ideas or thoughts?
0: Uh, I don't know. I got like about 10 more minutes worth of stuff to say, honestly. I got a lot okay. on my mind.
2: Go for it. Well... <laughs>
0: What can I I say? You know, it's... uh, What
1: can one say about, you know, things these days?
0: It's been a a tough year, and I blame it all. Hey, 2020, can we get this over already?
1: Oh, my God. What a year. But hey, we
0: all just got to pull through and watch some spoof movies and really just look at the the lighter side of life, because there's still a lot to laugh about, and you just got to keep on... Hey, shoot for the moon, because if you miss, you know what? You land amongst the stars. That's all I got to say.
2: You, you might make it tomorrow. Yeah, Has it
0: been 10 minutes?
2: <laughs> yes. I think that'll do it That's for us this week. That's a tight 10. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Next up on the stage, he's the closer of the podcast, Marty Kazabowski. Ah, uh, we, <clears throat> is this mic gone? Testing,
1: testing. We really appreciate it. <laughs> testing, testing. <laughs>
2: Uh, There's a two-drink limit, everyone. Everyone buy your (laughs) two-drinks. Bye.